still the AA meeting. Yeah, we still, have, we still haven't fucking changed it. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't <laughs> like, I, I like it too much for it to not still be kind of the unofficial name of the show yeah. a little bit. Yeah. We still have to give Brody credit for that. It was a cool theme song. Yeah, it was. All right, here we are. Episode motherfucking 20. The big 2-0. Two 2-0. Oh. Two oh. And, and on episode 20, you finally... Brought in a guest that I hadn't met before. What's that? The first one you haven't met? <laughs> I haven't met. Nice. Yeah, I haven't met. Well, let's introduce oh. Trap, Big Wheel Big Williams. What's well, happening, people? How you doing, What's brother? What's good, baby? Thanks for doing this. I appreciate I'm you. I'm good, man. Yeah, just tell me when to go because I'm high. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, man, we're going to have to tell you when to stop eventually. Yeah, yeah. like, so. What's good? Ain't none yeah, to yeah. it. This, this is what we do. Let's roll that graphic real quick. Let's get right through that. Tell everybody where the shows are this yep. weekend. Go Great support shows. Local. Go see them real quick. We run a graphic real quick for all the shit that's coming up. Where's the graphic, right? There. Yeah, it's in that one. This no. one. <laughs> we we added that shit together. Right here. Yeah, we try to fucking slide it together. And then from the top, actually, I don't know how any of the graphic works. I'm glad that you production people make that happen. Oh, because I don't do shit about that part. Hey, shout out to nerdy white kids and little Asians. Yeah, I know, right? Motherfuckers like, know yeah. all this shit. I always want to know, too. Like, And then you, you get enough of it, and then they start really getting into the depths when they think you're paying attention, and they lose me. I'm like, oh, well, you went too far. I'm just kind of like... I had a watch with a calculator on it one time. <laughs> well, you can, you can give me like an inch deep of the knowledge, but once you start diving into the shit, you got to be in there for 10 years to know. Like, you're going to lose me. I ain't going to know all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like, uh, like, I'm cool. You do that yeah, shit, like, bro. You, you, you over, do you. You've over-answered this question, but I'm okay with it. So, Will, man, lots of stuff going on. You got man. karaoke at Vorshay's you've been doing now. Man, actually, first not, one last night. I just did my first one last night. So, how'd it go? It went fairly decent. Like I didn't, I didn't bomb. I didn't break the system. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm like okay for real. I'm like what is it? Uh, I what an Apple product lit, illiterate. Oh, yeah. So I'm a Samsung Windows. Yeah, I'm illiterate. <laughs> I am illiterate like a motherfucker, bro. And um, so judges. My buddy, they own Vorsays, and they were just like, hey, uh, you want to do, my, my my buddy hit me up, and he's like, hey, bro, what's up? And I'm like, what up? And he's like, um, hey, you want to do karaoke um, on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays at Vorsays? And I'm like, well, I could probably do one night, because I, you know, I've never you're, done. You're, you're smart enough to not go two. Yeah, yeah, let's that's, do one. Yeah, let's see yeah, what happens. Let's see. First and then get a damn brain injury. Like, no, like, so I was just like, I do Tuesday night, see what's up. So last week I went and they're like, hey, uh, such and such is going to train you. And so I didn't know that I was going into a, a shit storm. 
Oh yeah. So so a little little unorganized. Little. So what had happened? So what had happened was <laughs> and all good things. Sorry so, that one. Uh, I got there and they was like, "Well, such and such, he gone trying me," and I'm like, "All right, bet." Okay, gonna show me So I get there and shit or whatever, and then I had seen dude before, but I ain't really met him and shit or whatever. So I introduced myself, and he's like, oh, yeah, I sing. I heard you sing, whoop-de-whoop, or whatever. Now, um... Jeff can sing, by the way. Uh, yeah. He, uh... We got to, you know, make a small talk and shit or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I guess you're supposed to train me on how to run, you know, the system or whatever. Was that news to him? <laughs> well, it, it, it wasn't news to him, but he was... Um, as he put it, feeling some type of way. <laughs> now he is he is on Aaron's team. He he is a gay man, and um, he was like he was like that. You could tell that he was in his feelings about this shit. Well, they oh, you replacing him? So yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. this is what happened. So we got to talking, and I'm just like, so were you wanting to do this? I was like, because I was like, I have no problem with, you know, rotating with doing it every other week, me doing once a month, you doing the rest. Yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. I was like, it's plenty of karaoke for everybody in this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm just, it's whatever. And um, he was just like, uh, well, yeah, I, I did want to do it and whoop to whoop And he's like, I don't, I, he's like, I just talked to, you know, my buddy's wife and she you know just really didn't mention nothing about it now all of a sudden you're coming in today and then there's another person coming in on wednesday and you could tell that he was very agitated yeah well he was the dude doing it on tuesdays and wednesdays well no okay it might not have been communicated okay so so yeah they kind of left him out there on the yeah yeah, there was some communication but what had happened was was i guess the other two people that were doing it originally um like enjoy fountain she's like moved on and she's going to do some other projects and stuff she's at the roxy right yeah. now yeah, um so she moved on so she's not doing it anymore and then um the other lady that was working she's no longer so i guess there was three people it was these two, yeah no it was just those two and then this dude oh, okay, gotcha. who knew how to run the whole karaoke thing well i guess he wasn't offered this but come to find out long story short i tried to get him to like you know show me how to you know run the shit or whatever but he was kind of like apprehensive and just right. kind of like Ugh. I can't believe So I go, you know, I go and I call my homie's wife, you know, who she's the one. I met, that, I met the owner. Yeah, she wants to run the, yeah, you know, operations nice. and shit, basically. And I'm talking to her and I'm just like, hey, why didn't you offer the job to him? And then she's like, well, and then so she starts giving me a list of all the things that he's done in the past, like singing over customers, being over. Oh no no no! Singing over no no no! Like oh, when man. they're singing their songs, he's like you know doing bad. He's just doing like, drunk bass guy. Oh, okay, and um, okay. he was like, um, I guess he was yeah, getting yeah, a yeah. little too drunk, and you know just belligerent and being just kind of rude, and right. you know just there were some things and they, some issues. they had some customer complaints or some. Sh- I don't know. I don't. I yeah, wasn't trying yeah. to get into none of that. There, there tends to be all that I kind want, of drama sometimes yeah, in bars. Yeah, and all I wanted to know was why they 
wasn't giving it to him, knowing because he knew yeah. the, all the ins and outs and how yeah. to run it and everything. And he was willing to do yeah. it. He was and on site. Yeah. He was already building yeah. the yeah. town. Well, he was, honestly thought he was going to be doing yeah. it until Will showed up. And he knew more than Will was like, hey, let me, let me. He's like, what? And so I'm just like, he's way more qualified <laughs> to do this than me. So why? And well, so, in some areas. Yeah, in some, some areas. Yeah, in some areas. And then so when she told me, and I was just like, oh, damn, okay, well, damn. So yeah. then I stayed for a couple hours because I knew that he wasn't gonna show you shit. Yeah, he wasn't really gonna try <laughs> to show you Yeah, shit. he wasn't trying to help me do shit, honestly. So I was just like, all right, I'm out. So kind of find out like the next day, like they're just like, oh my God, are you really gonna do karaoke? Because like, I guess like later that night, he got like, took like six tequila shots straight and then just went off. Off. Yeah. And Let just, yeah, and he just was like, oh, well, I'm gonna just show my ass. And like, I guess that's what he did. And I don't know. And that's what so, I'm hearing. So long story short, that guy's not hosting. Yeah, so he's <laughs> he's not even welcome back there. Uh, yeah, so that was the shame. end of it that yeah. night. Yeah, he put the nail in his coffin last Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That's so, shit or whatever. I, so so I, I want to talk about this for a minute because, like, this this is very common yeah. in the arts and entertainment yeah. industry. Okay, like, I, I'm not going to speculate about what happened in this instance, but I will say that the communication between the venue and the artist. A lot of times is lackluster. Yeah, yeah they should have let him right. know before if, people just showed up well, in space like that. Well, no, no, he uh, I let mean, him know before no, you no. replace him. Yeah, exactly. S say something like, "Hey, man, so no, I'm okay. not going to serve you past this." Okay, so <laughs> you know what actually, mean? Like, okay, so actually, what it was was they wasn't replacing him. She had wanted him to be karaoke guy number one. Okay. However, she was bringing me and the other person in on Wednesdays to now be more people that knew how to run the system. So when he wasn't available, then gotcha. we okay. could come in and fill in, and, we, like and it can be yeah. And it was, a, and she was just like, "I want to do it, but I want to switch it up. I want to have more than just one person doing it yeah. all the fair. time." But, but again, and, and and I go to places like A and J's Music Room, and they switch it up. Oh yeah, where do. there's other hosts, and yeah. it's not just Justin, Justin, and Dio, and there's a few other people. And so I know that that's how. <laughs> and so I was just like. And that's how she pitched it to me. And then I guess it didn't get communicated that way to him. Right. Sounds like and it. then when, <laughs> but then his behavior and his actions caused him to lose Everything. all well, of that. Well, we're talking about artists, okay? And artists write from emotional places. That they, they, they work from emotional places. That, yeah. That's part of the MO. Right. You know what I mean? So so you miscommunicate to an artist. You you act wrong to an artist. Well, you put him on his heels. And, 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 and they might write a record about you. Ask Taylor Swift about that. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, but, I mean, if you meet this guy and then you, I mean, you can see, because I've seen, I'm a people watcher, and I've been around him before in the past, and I've just seen his mannerisms and how he conducts himself. And I can see all the shit that she was saying, like, in the past or whatever. Now, I left last Tuesday, so I didn't get to see the whole. But Did you sing laser? Yeah, yeah, because he showed me initially, you know, just like a few, but he was just very reluctant. Yeah, and so yeah. I could feel the, I could feel, to show the, you his whole I could feel the energy and all shit right. or whatever and I'm just like eh, shit alright whatever bro I'll just you know take it and you know I'll just try to wing it and shit or whatever which I did last night I mean 
and it, you know, worked. I had fun. You know, I got people engaged and shit. You know, like you know me, I'm people person, so I got people to sing. I got people like I got this dude to come out his comfort zone and do some usher, and then he immediately got kicked out for harassing four women. I don't know. <laughs> so he came off his usher song with like some a big head. Yeah, and then <laughs> he had some yeah, and then apparently he was like. Doing some oh, weird man. shit. Well, like, uh-huh. Yeah, he was doing some, I don't know, some some hand gestures and some facial shit. And then, and like, then he was gone. Yeah, and the homie's like, uh, yeah, he's like, so dude, you just had, was singing? He's like, I just had to kick his ass out. I'm just like, for what? He's like, well, he just ran four chicks off and shit. And I was like, what the hell? So I think that was the, that was the biggest moment of my first karaoke night. Was, so you just, do you? You MC it and sing songs too at the same yeah. time, so you get yeah. a, you get a couple jams and then you yeah. Because some of them over some of them over enthusiastic uh, karaoke hosts sing seven eight songs. Oh yeah, <laughs> no man, like it, you can't be that dude. No, this ain't the, like no, this ain't the Big Will show. Like yeah, yeah they get up there and it's day and stay American yeah, Idol and shit. Yeah, like, motherfucking list like this yeah. of people right, trying right. to fucking sing and yeah, they like, got a well, list. My song time. They got a list of forty damn people ready to sing. Well, right now I'm gonna do a selection for you. Like damn, I mean, like bro, did you just sing five people ago? Like. I, I don't like going to karaoke places like that for real like I tried to make sure like I, I'm a rogue so like I ain't, there's no rhyme or reason to my damn karaoke and right. I noticed that last night I was just like new people bought my shit brought shit up to me they were going to the top of the list and shit like I I got a couple I was like you gonna be up in a few and shit cause I'm like yeah. I'm not one to like let a motherfucker sit around and wait like people it's we got a four hour window to do this shit and yeah. it's only so much songs and time and bullshit I host open mic nights all over town yeah I host one here at Muse every Monday and then I do Wednesday at Barleycorn, Thursday at Jerry's. About to be mm-hmm. Thursday at Shamrock. Moving okay. to Shamrock. Yeah, Shamrock. It'll move to Shamrock August 11th. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, hosting that stuff, uh, that ain't no joke. Like, it's you, a joke. You, you do have people that, that come in and they're like, man, I got to work in the morning. If I can get on before nine, and I'm just like, well, let me ask the next couple people behind you if they don't mind yeah. running around this list. You know, it, like, you got to run it a certain way. Yeah. You get a whole bunch of people, now everybody got two songs. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, and I mean, like, there's like a couple old dudes and shit, you know, and I know there was this one, and he's James, old black dude. All he do is sing Teddy P and Otis Red. He say all the hit. He don't need none of the damn words, nothing. And he walk with a little limp and shit, you know. He old, old he ready. And he walk with a little limp. So you know, it's just you know, it's about take care of customers and shit. Yeah. And, you know, some carry will be like, I got a karaoke tip jar. I don't want motherfucking tips. I'm just there to fucking sing, have fun. Like tip the damn bartender. She's the one serving. The, I'm just up here yeah, playing they'll, they'll damn song. Get, like that's the same dude that'll take his fifty cents. Yeah. And not give it to the bartender on the fucking yeah. drink that he just ordered. And so I'm just like, man, like him. He's like he got his songs ready and shit. You know, every, and so, but he, you know, I'll go meet him at the chair because I know he's not gonna stand up. And he has his little mo. And then another old dude comes in. They're like, yeah, he sings all the time. And he's in a wheelchair so it was just about catered like I've never met these dudes before but I've now a set of regulars yeah yeah like now I know that they're here to sing and shit and so I want to be a representation for my friends and shit and like I want to make sure that these people that are here to sing we sing and have a good time right. so I used to work at America's Pub back in the day and I started out as security and then I moved it to entertainer. And then after I got what 
quit, fired, so to speak, whatever, however. You don't go into it. <laughs> whatever. It's a good story if you don't know it. I whatever know. that happened. Um, shit, like it don't matter, but I fucking ended up just partying at the pub and shit or whatever. But our motto whenever we worked at the pub was like, whether it's five or 5,000, right. we are going to party. And it's going to be like, I'm going to give you the same energy, whether it's five of us in this bitch or whether it's 500 in this motherfucker. And so, like, literally, like, when, you know, eight o'clock hit last night, the little bartender, she's so sweet to Aliza. Shout out to her. Um, she was just like, oh, she's like, man, I feel so bad for you. And I was like, why? She's like, well, because she's like, there's nobody really here. And she's like, would you mind if I closed early if, like, it's, like, this in, like, an hour? I was like, um, I don't give a shit. I'm still getting paid. Yeah, and you leave it. And regardless. Shit, where are we going? I'm still getting repaid regardless whether you shut down in an hour or fucking four hours from now. So it don't matter to me. So I was like, it's whatever. So I go up there and I do my little intro and it's literally me, Aliza, and James in the back corner and <laughs> yeah. shit. And there have been some other people that were in the bar and shit or whatever, but they had left before I had started doing the karaoke shit. But then, you know, of course, more people started trickling in as the night went on. And then there was a pretty decent crowd there. I mean, for my first time. And you Well, know, yeah, you're just getting the people. I mean, you set up a flyer like two fucking days ago. Like, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, you're just getting the people that are regulars at Vorshays for that right now. And the crowd yeah, don't show up till 9 or 10 anyway. Well, they're always yeah, going to be they always gonna be an hour and a half behind whatever time you put on the fucking yeah. flyer. So, that's for sure. But, I mean, it was, it was dope. And like you said, you know, I sang a couple songs and shit or whatever. Did you sing Save Me? Did I sing Save Me yesterday? Uh, you first, I think I might have, yeah. You sing it pretty good. I think Did I you might have. Songs What's your go-to? What's your... Probably right now, Save Me or um, some Creed. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> some Benny King. He got King. that rock voice. Some, Benny, like, I some believe Benny King. You would be pretty... Um, you would be blown away, I think, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, how'd you do in the... Uh, before we get too far past karaoke, how'd you do in the AJ's karaoke competition? How'd that go? Um, Failed fucking miserably. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I okay, that last year. Okay, I so yeah. let me tell you about that shit. Yeah, because I've been, I've been meaning to ask you about it. So, I frequent AJ's often... It's a dope little spot. Um, the owner, the, the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah he's a nice guy. Art. What's his name? Art. Art. Yeah, Art. nice guy. Art. Yeah, very nice guy. Art's ass. He comes up to me one night. And he's like, "You should get in the karaoke contest." And I'm like, "Man," he's like, "Come on, just." He's like, "You can win," and I'm just he's like, "Gassing you up." Gaslight me like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> no, boy, set my ass up, bro. So, I was like, all right, all right, I'll enter the contest. Because they're like, win a trip to Texas to the karaoke finals. When They have a sister bar there. When, you know, oh, really? uh, yeah. Oh, yeah cool. so they're going to take the grand finale winner down there to win El Paso or 2500 or El Paso, some yeah. shit. And the winner win like twenty five hundred, five thousand or some shit, whatever. They pay for the trip. <coughs> yeah. That's not a bad little score for yeah. that. Yeah. For, for, for singing. singing? Yeah. For singing somebody else's shit? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. That ain't bad. And last year you got some big ass TV. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So you win something at the AJ thing and then you yeah, get so, to the other one? Okay. So the, the ones that they was having here that I entered and shit, it was to qualify 
to enter the grand finale, which was just last week, and then the winner of that goes on to Texas. I got you. So I entered, like, he was on Sunday nights. And so I, it was my Sunday night. And so <laughs> I wasn't ready. I just I wasn't ready. I did I didn't fall somebody that killed it or something. So what had happened was <laughs> That's what we got I to make this show. I, I get there and like I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do my songs and shit or whatever. And I I forgot what songs I did and shit. I might have did Simple Man or I don't know, some shit or I don't remember. Save me. So I don't fucking know. But anyways, I'm doing the song shit or whatever and so and they they do like by cards, you know, like at the order and shit or whatever. And I happened to go tenth that night. Fuck me! No, no, no! I went sixteenth that night. Is there that was, many? There was oh, like in the two. first, yeah, in that opening this round, there was me. like twenty something or oh, eight. It, man, there was a lot of people that yeah. damn night, and I ended up going sixteenth. Worst shit that it probably could have ever happened. <laughs> Cause so I'm watching like all these other people performing shit or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> these people are crazy. Oh, this is what we doing. And <laughs> well, I, I judged it last year, man. And people show out for that yeah. thing in costume. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, like really? with with, with oh, choreography so and stuff like that. Man, yeah. bro, it is full on. Nah, yeah. So check this That's shit it. out. I get up there, I do my song and shit. And I'm just like. And they're like, yeah, if you sit down on the stage, you're definitely going to lose. Like, if you just sit in the chair and sing the song. Because right. that's what I do most of the time when I do karaoke. I just, just like sit, sit on in the, the chair. Yeah. And, and I just croon out and just sing and say, you know, it's just like, that's my vibe. Well, if you do that, you're automatically going to lose a karaoke. So they're yeah. like, you got to get up and interact with the crowd and whoop de whoop and do mm -hmm. this, do that, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, okay. So I I think I did Stand By Me or some shit because like I was walking around and I was singing and whoop de whoop and I was trying to engage with people and shit or whatever. Trying to go full front. Yeah. Man. Anyways, that <laughs> night I ended up taking like, I don't know, sixth place or something. I don't know, whatever. I totally uh, barely- Made the next round. Yeah, maybe. barely made the next round. At least and, you made the next round, though. Yeah, I made the next round. Did you go home and make a cake and shit? No. <laughs> but then that night, the dude I lost to, it was a little gay guy, and he had all his little friends. He had a table full of motherfuckers, and I didn't know that so this is it's crowd. It's a based on it's a popularity contest. Well, man, oh, it's based uh, on crowd. It's, it's, well, yeah, there, there are categories to yeah. the scorecard. Yeah. Well, you would. I mean, yeah. you judge it. Yeah. No, there's categories to it. It's like crowd participation, uh, vocal quality is just one of them. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that should be number and, one. And like Bro, uh, stage the, performance. The singing like this shit is like probably the lowest shit on. Well, it's like, like one of five categories. Yeah, and they're all graded equally, I'm sure. Yeah, but so the little guy guy, now, he can do shit that I can't do. So he can hit Celine Dion notes. I can't hit Celine Dion notes. He can stand up on the A&J's motherfucker chair and do the Titanic. I stood up on them people shit. I'm a suit. They gonna sue me. I'm gonna break some of that shit. If I try to stand on anything in that motherfucking bar, I'm gonna break 
something oh, yeah. or break my fucking self. Oh, yeah, hurt yourself, and then you bring it I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm sitting here, and he's like, yeah, yeah. he is fucking <laughs> killing it. He's killing it. I'm just like, man, fuck this. <laughs> I come back. <laughs> <laughs> Getting real, that face come on. I came back two weeks later for the finals. I wasn't nowhere near kind of ready. It got even harder. It got Man, even, it got these more motherfuckers, average. like Aaron said, these motherfuckers was in costume. They show out, man. They show out. And everything. I was up against a Marvel superhero. It was a girl with a goddamn prosthetic leg and a goddamn super dress. Uh, motherfuckers with lights on. It was motherfucking drag queens. These motherfuckers had their moms make them. Man, shit, it was man, it was the you, wildest. You shit. dangle twenty five hundred dollars in front of somebody, man, and they start they start. Well, people love karaoke. Yeah, and, people love karaoke, and that's the art of it too. It's, yeah. it's like you. I was not ready. This was. You didn't a come with like a, a special pair of boots. No, nah, I didn't come with nothing, man, because I wasn't. I was just like, okay, because they didn't even they because they didn't unleash. None of that shit the first week, really. Except for the dark angel dude. He the one to be out on 21st of May. You know, the little black dude to be in the cake. Oh, yes. He and the uh, Night Ranger or yeah. what, Black Avenger yeah, or whatever like, the fuck. Dark he's like, he's like our superhero. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he, like you know, he like. He, the, well, he'll he, well, he hit a stop <laughs> on you and put the cape up. Yeah. yeah. Like, just like today, he's probably running around out there today. Do you know he out, he, uh. Beat me in the contest. He sings. I didn't even know he sings. Man, he did some. <laughs> I just uh, seen. I work for the city, so I've seen that guy. Mama did some in vogue or some shit or some Janet Jackson. He beat me in the contest. Really? Well, I mean, how many people was in the finals? How many was like? 16, 15, or 16, or something. I mean, shit. they get one, you just get one song. They said, oh, no, like, in the finals, you got two songs, two songs, but they send like five people. Or yeah, those, like yeah, they're gonna take like five people. No, that's cool. There will um, be like a like a damn, one that comes to this finals. This sounds like it's lit. Well, no, it's it's cool. they, <laughs> they just had it last week. Yeah, damn, I yeah. should have went to that. But, bro, so we'll I'll be host next year if you want, man. We'll talk to our so I call me this year to host. Huh? Nice, dude, I'd do it. I got there for the finals and shit. I wasn't nowhere near ready. You what? You was you was in JV? Hell, I wasn't even in JV. I was in the freshman you class. C-team? I was like the C team shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then what fucked me up was some of them after they first song went and changed costumes. Oh, costume change. oh, yeah. You balling if you got a costume yeah, change. Yeah. There's, there's people that do concerts that don't change a costume. Bro, I was not nowhere near ready. And then, of course, like the girl who won, she was the girl with the prosthetic leg and shit. And, of course, she did a couple costume changes and shit. I was like, they only giving it to her because she got a fresher leg than all of us and shit. Well, man, but, but, but that's the deal. Like on America's Got Talent, if you got a story behind yeah. yourself. Or, yeah, any of those shows. Then, then they'll do the whole side piece on you. you oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, you let, see let's her. go to your hometown and talk yeah. to her. Oh, and she and then the, she can sing, too. Oh, yeah. Like, and she got these customized dumb she's, legs. She's overcome so much. Yeah, her here. fucking legs and, are all customized with fucking designs. They're oh, better. really? Man, that's she got... She got some dope ass legs. Yeah, I was funny. like, your leg is fresher than mine. Your robot legs is way tighter than Yeah, her robot legs fresher than all our legs. And I was just like, damn. And she had just got a new one when I seen her the last time. Yeah, she, she updating this shit? She, oh, yeah. she going to hit you with the same robot leg every oh, week? She probably taking a new one down to the contest. When <laughs> well, she, well, different songs require different, different legs. Different legs. Damn, I ain't yeah. she going that hard. She deserves yeah. the $2,500. And I, but yeah, if man. you're a new Tina Turner, so you got to do a certain thing. And she can sing too, right? So, so I found out that I am not... 
a karaoke contest performer. I'm just a You're just a guy that just likes to sing karaoke. I'm just a motherfucker like this karaoke. Nah, man. You're an MC. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, like if that feels just a lie. Yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy myself, have a couple drinks, sing a couple songs. These motherfuckers trying to get on off off Broadway. They, <laughs> they out here, bro. I was like, this is a production. I wasn't ready for a production. I was ready. I was like, ah, oh, man, RC 250. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, man. I'm going to kill this. I'm going to get up here. I'm a Benny Kenny. When the, I'm a shit. I'm gonna get up there and tear that <laughs> shit. Boy, they Celine Dion and Disney. Should, oh, and then the, what was crazy? This shit really. And this is how I knew I was gonna lose at like, the night of the finals and shit. This is how I knew I was gonna lose. They had one of the motherfuckers that had won in the past do a selection of one of his winning songs. So he can. Oh, he's already award winner. So this, so this dude come up, and this is what you need had to do. So this is a white boy, and he come on up, and he get the chair, put it out in the middle of the damn dance floor, and he come on, position himself, and he, they hit the music, and it's some song about a riding in a truck or some shit. So now he's like, it was a show tune or some shit. He's acting, and out he's before. just like. Acting out like he's in the truck. Yeah, like he's in the thing. He's fucking tearing it up. And like next thing you know, he's like, bam, me up on the chair. And then like, you, I was just like, damn, these motherfuckers choreographed this shit. I was like, what? And then they were like, and then the, of course the karaoke hall after you see, and everybody's like, oh, shit, that was great. I was like, oh, fuck. And then they're like, this is what you got to bring if you're ready. I was like, well, I'm definitely fucking <laughs> losing. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm definitely losing tonight. Yeah, I've already been mad when they told me I couldn't sit down. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, I was already pissed off about that. Because I'm like, damn, that take off half my points right there. Yeah. I was like, y'all fucking in my stage presence. I like the vibe out. I was like, I'm not James Brown, motherfucker. I'm not about to do. Get down. Hey, motherfucker, I get down. I can't get back up. Y'all don't even. It was too much. I was like, my performing days are behind a microphone talking about violence. Yeah. Like, not entertaining drunk motherfuckers on South's fucking Beretti. I'm in like. Costume. In costume. In <laughs> costume. I ain't mad at somebody who goes that hard. Look. But damn. No, man. <laughs> look, best of luck to whoever win the A&J thing because, like, they earn it. Yeah, I gotta keep like, Because they, just going, going to karaoke there is just fun, period. Like, because you, you got Captain Ron there, or no. Yeah, Cap well, Captain Ron, He's an old white guy. He comes in with like the wings, the <laughs> glitter glasses, the light up glasses. Wow. Like he'll have the wing, like the big like cape wings. They'll have the mm -hmm. LED lights yeah, in them. Oh no, he's just a regular. Captain Ron's just a regular. He does that on every Tuesday. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. That's just him. Yeah, that's him. That's, on just him, a, Captain that's him on a Friday. That's, <laughs> okay. him, that's Captain. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Ron just being just there, just running out. And then that's they got uh, then Pastor Mike. He's an old. I know Pastor Mike. You know Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike is my god. Then Pastor Mike be having me rolling. Because Pastor Mike be trying to serenade every bitch in AJ's. It is the greatest thing oh, he's, ever. No, he's scooting to him, huh? Right? Oh, Pastor Mike. Oh, oh, the last time was in, uh, last week. He, uh, 
did a whole birthday set for the birthday girls. There you go. Like, literally had them, like, put chairs out. And, like, he's just, like, just <laughs> giving them the business. And I was like, oh, Pastor Mike, boy. I was like, he's Pastor Mike's character, man. But, yeah, I, I met him through the, the sports show on television, on radio. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. But I, I love going there, man. And karaoke's just fun, man. And It's karaoke's fun if it's not... If it's like that, like, and I've been to uh, one or two of them. That days. shit was intense. That's more, that's cooler to me. Like when you just at a karaoke bar that does it like every night of the week. Yeah. And like, it's the right. same eight motherfuckers singing the same eight songs. Like, I don't know how the people that work there don't blow their head off. That's but, they, <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. Like at those yeah. places, like you're telling me like people show up and really put some time into it. And most of the people that sing are pretty good. Like I'm in for that kind of karaoke, but like they're your everyday run of the mill karaoke is. Is yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I know because there's this dude and he. Oh my god! Like when I see him, I'm like, oh fuck! I know he's gonna do this damn song, and it's, he does do Hoss by Ramstein. Oh great! No. <laughs> and it is like it is the most mind-numbing shit. Yeah, it's like you that's never like, heard. That, there's some songs like, like that need like, to have a karaoke edit. Like yeah, if, yeah. if Ramstein heard him, Tequila, you know. if Ramstein heard him do this, they would kill him. <laughs> really? Like they would be so pissed off. Like because it's hard to fuck. It's hard. To, yeah, it's only. How do you fuck that up? Yeah, there's not much to it. And then yeah. like he, I guess he he's of some kind of like German descent, so he starts singing it in German. Oh, so he, can, then, he goes so off. Like, he goes off script. Yeah, and so like everybody's seen it in English, and then he's like doing it in German. Everybody's like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, it it was it's mind numbing, but it's pretty interesting. Like, you get some care, you know. Some of those are fun though. I mean, yeah, because I mean, karaoke is just about like self expression and being free and having fun, honestly. And so, if that's how he has fun, then. Ramstein it up. Yeah, buddy. no, it's but, not. It's never been my lane. I've karaoke like ten times in my life. So, so would you rather MC? karaoke or the MMA you do? Oh, MMA for sure. Yeah, so, all day. Oh, yeah, yeah great, great transition. Yeah, so, yeah, so how, so you are the color commentator for uh, Evolution, what's their whole thing? Evolution Fighting Championship. Evolution Fighting Championship. Yes. So how the fuck did you get involved in that, dude? Man. I know we've always, me and you've always watched boxing and MMA. Yeah. Like, we've always loved the shit. But how'd you parlay that gig? That's fucking awesome. Man, okay, so basically how this all happened was um, I don't know if you guys remember Rick Thomas from T95. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so me and Rick Thomas, we used to have a sports show together called Two Guys Talking Sports. And it, it kind of went away because, you know, this is kind of before the Me Too movement and shit or whatever, but um, Rick kind of got Me Too'd back then yeah, and shit or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then so I had to, like, distance myself from him. So this would be a radio DJ thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into and, that. And um, so, uh, <laughs> so, like, I distanced myself from him, and then I went on, and then I was doing, like, uh, announcing, play by, uh, like, just announcing for the Kansas Cougars, like, semi-football, semi-pro oh, football team. Indoor? Is no, indoor they're, out, outdoor? they're outdoor. It's full football? Yeah, it's full. Uh, oh, 11 on 11. They're called the Kansas Skyhawks now. Where do they play? Um, all over when I know they get a field. Um, well, when I was with them, they were playing out in Newton. Okay, and I think they played in like Rose Hill or somewhere now. Oh, I don't cool. remember. Um, but anyways, I was doing that for some years and so, and so I've always been into like combat sports and like you know Pride and K One and like the 
early no hold bars like form of UFC. I remember renting those motherfuckers from Blockbuster. Yeah, like I have, like I have, I have like most of them on VHS. Yeah, yeah I literally. used to rent them in, for Blockbuster. Like I have like most of like all the first like UFC. Those are the first time I saw the UFC. Yeah. on those VHS. Like the yeah. tournament formats, yeah. like no way classes, yeah, no way no classes, rules, fucking like, shoes. Yeah, shoes. <laughs> like yeah, match that one, dude, like, one dude. One dude. Is it UFC one guys. that the guy groin punched? to a win is that yeah. a USC one mm-hmm. a guy literally punched yeah. a dude in the nuts until the fight was over like yeah. the dude was just like yeah. there was no rules there was no holds barred there was only it no was, biting I think was yeah, the only yeah, thing was, like, eye gouging and no biting eye, no eye gouging no biting and, and head biting yeah no head but like everything else like cool. that was like when you know the guy literally won a fight via yeah, great punch yeah <laughs> like that was in the days of, like Kevin Randleman used to be like my favorite he was one of my early he used to be too. my favorite because like he would get you in the crucifix and then just deliver the most vicious elbows oh, yeah, that I've ever seen. Just pin you against he, the fucking like floor. He, he would just like he would have you stretched out, and then like once he got you, yeah. you just like and this is when you could just come. And down. there was what thirty minute time limits on those fucking fights, uh, I think, something like that. Yeah. And you could just like you were just so vicious, and then like chemo and Ken Shamrock, I like and then Tank was Abbott. Yeah, big Tank Abbott was fun. Yeah, because he's just they a big beer belly. They had, like they had a good wrestling college. Right? Like Emmanuel Yarbrough is the one that got me so intrigued and shit. Because I was like, look at this big ass black dude, and then he get in there and he got foot. Steve Jessup destroyed. I was like, oh, I was like, okay. I was like. Black dude need to learn some skills. I was like, he got in there, got his big sumo ass tour. But I've always been into like combat sports. Um, so going back to working at America's Pub, we always used to do all different kinds of shows. They would do rock shows, um, you know, boxing. Uh, remember, like we have like midget wrestling and all different kind of shit. Well, eventually we had like linked up with these and we started doing MMA shows there and like they would come in and like we would literally set up the MMA cage on the dance floor Jesus. and we would have MMA shows in the pub and um, David the Caveman Rickles this is back when he was first starting out in the game and he was 18 he's young yeah. and so he would and he started fighting at the pub and stuff with JMTK and all the boys and stuff and Back in the day, the Beatdown Boys and Chris Haynes. There's a whole bunch of guys. And do that. That's how I met Caveman. Well, fast forward, like, Caveman goes on. He goes on gym you know, now. Yeah, yeah, he goes on to, you know, get into Bellator. Mm-hmm. And he ends up winning the, like, tournament, $100,000, all that. Ended up getting married. So he came back. Just a little and, bit too. He lives right here. Um, Derby. Yeah, yeah, Derby. Yeah. Jim's in Derby, right? No, Jim's here in Wichita. Jim's in Wichita. Yeah, he's Jim's from, from Derby. K- he's yeah. from Derby. From Derby, yeah. But the Jim's on K96 in uh, Greenwich. Yeah. Um, so Caveman basically came back, and then in 2015, he had been, by this time, he was well established in the Bellator. He was like a Bellator OG at this point. Oh, yeah. He you know, he had, yeah, he had had a, you know, he's. 20, 25 fights deep in Bellator, won the tournament, you know, had the kid, you know, getting his family going. So he linked up with uh, the other two owners, um, Steve Hansen and Chris Gerhardt, and they started uh, EFC back in 2015. And they did their first show out at Beach Activity Center. And 
It's so funny because you can't do events there anymore. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say that's so, been a hot minute ago. Yeah, so like EFC was actually one of the final events that was ever held there, and then Beach just turned it into a facility for you know company use only, and they stopped renting it out to the public. So they had their first event there, and I remember I was doing something else, and I didn't get to go to it. But I remember, you know, seeing, you know, everybody there and all my homies and stuff. And I was like, damn, this is super awesome. I was like, you know, we got, you know, local MMA. MMA. I was like, this is dope. So the next show, um, right before the next show, EFC 2, David hit me up and he was like, hey, Big Will. He was like, hey, bro. He's like, you see, I started like an MMA company. And he's like, yada, yada, yada. He was like, I, we want to run it kind of like UFC and we want to put production behind it and, you know, make it, yeah. you know, as legit as possible. And he was like, I want to come and talk to you. So like one day he came over to my crib and stuff or whatever. We sat down and I was like, man, if the money's right, I'm with it, bro. I was like, just let me know. And so he came over, we talked and he's like, Hey, this is what we could do. And I was like, I'm with it, bro. So I got on, at EFC two in 2015 and our, the next show was at century two. And then, so we did the next two shows at century two and we did EFC two and EFC three. And it, and we were all still learning. Yeah. Then. You just started promotion. Like yeah, we were a brand all, new promotion. Like, we, we were all, brand still, new company. we yeah. were all still learning. And so we were still kind of unprofessional getting fucking drunk and like talking shit. Yeah. yeah. And so Podca- podcasting your productions. Yeah. And so we're, we're still <laughs> learning and shit or whatever. So now I look back at like two and three, I'm just like, Oh my God. I'm like, man. But you know, once four hit, that was when I was like, I got to take this serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're paying. You got to do yeah. the and I was like, yeah. man. And well, and well, three was a wake up call for all of us because like it would just, you know, it was in the early stages of Dave's booking and booking fights. And like that was a fight when Dana White showed up. And so like Dana White came to EFC and it was just were ready. Really? Well, the fight, just the whole the whole show was just like. It was just like, it wasn't like, you know, some of the shows that we've had, like, down the road, like, where there was like, holy, that was a great night. Like, EFC was, three was just like, oh, shit. Like, there was just some really, there were some mismatches. And well, just fights like, can take a yeah. shit on you in a hurry. Yeah. I and, mean, that last card, we just saw it happen, too. Yeah. I mean, and it was just like, after that, like, Dana, like, basically shit on EFC, like, on... You so know. you're like one chance it didn't go well. Yeah, like it was like you know you're one shot, and you know team, like you're like team. on America's Got Talent, and then like you get no all X, and you're like shit, like <laughs> damn, whoops. And so like ever since then, wow. you know we had to regroup, and then we did a couple of shows at um, Century Two, and then after that we ended up, uh, and that was when we first, and we were on Flow Combat, and those shows got broadcast. We had a combat with. Them. Uh, contract with Flow Combat for like the first like three or four shows or something like that and then after that we got a contract and we moved to Kansas Star no to the casino yeah we moved out to the casino yeah I did one of those shows out there I was the uh, supervisor out there in the arena nice and so we moved out to Kansas Star and Kansas Star 
was it was okay for the first couple shows. It sounded like it didn't go well after that. Well, <laughs> it was so damn expensive. Oh, to rent the right. user place. Yeah, it was so expensive, and like I don't know as far as as far as like on their side, but um, along the way of me being um, involved in EFC or whatever, I noticed a need for merchandise. And they were just doing like, you know, I noticed that they were doing just one-off shirts and stuff and hoodies. And I was like, man, well, where's all the other stuff? Where's like the keychains and the, you know, the the cups and the all this and the, the hats and the beanie, where's all this? And like, so the other owner, Steve, he was just like, uh, I don't really have time to do all that. But if you want to do it, you can. And I was like, oh yeah? He was like, yeah, go for it. So initially I like, dump like a few thousand dollars into like merchandise and stuff or whatever. And so you like, became the merch guy. Yeah. Well kind of it, it was it was like it was like my merch and then their merch. Right. And so like, you know it's it's yours just, is yours. Yeah. Yeah when you buy yeah. your fucking merch yeah. it does your and merch. And so like yeah. yeah so I had to have my own merch guy and then they had their own merch guy and you know so that's kinda how we ran it for, you know, for you know, for you know, on then. And so the only thing about the casino was like it just it sucked. Like I don't I I'll tell you, I was paying thirty three percent in taxes Ooh. before I even got to touch the money. Oh wow! Because it's in the casino. Well, you have like you got to think like what with the the way that it was working for me was like I have to pay EFC because now I'm losing like you know you license it yeah yeah like I got I got to pay using their trademarks to yeah, sell your merch yeah, right? even though you know even though it's I, your merch yeah, yeah even though it's my shit but it's my family but I still got to pay the house which I don't mind so I had to pay them mm-hmm. but then you had to pay the casino and then you had to pay the arena and then you got to pay the state so between those four things, it was thirty-three. So Sunday's pulling all your money. Thirty-three percent taxes off the top before I could even like you know count, and it was crazy. And then that also happened with like you know the boys and shit. And then also the casino got the liquor and all that shit. So it was just like, damn. So they was doing that to the fighters too as well. Well, no, the fighters are the, no like honestly like as far as like when it comes to like us and like fighters and like we like we've heard like i would hear the fighters say man y'all are one of the best comedy i'll treat fighters right and you know like that's one thing i do know about like dave and steve and all them is like they make sure to like take care of like the fighters especially the guys that come out of town you know to come fight or whatever that aren't going to get those hometown ticket sales and stuff or whatever and you know they make sure that you know everybody's compensated well and shit you're just not fighting for pennies and shit if you're a pro and everything you know the amis they don't get paid but you know if you're a pro they make sure to take care of we come from bellator and they do they always took care of people yeah and so it you know it's and you know you know like when we had uh oh i can't remember his name but we had some guy kind of he was like from california and he came out and he was just like, yeah, he's like, y'all are one of the coolest promotions that I've ever like came to. And he's like, it's a cool vibe. He's like, y'all treat people right. And he's like, and so it's just been dope to just like watch us all grow together as like a unit. Cause like we've been doing this for like seven years, years now. now. Yeah. 
And what number are you guys on? We will be on uh, 17. So, I mean, it's a slow progress for us. Yeah, just well, you can only do like three or four a year. I mean, yeah, part, yeah, because lucky. like there's a lot of like Kansas is like, you know, the there's only so many referees and, you know, and the, commission's not, and the commission's and, not even that big. Here, yeah, so. and the commission mm-hmm. is going through some changes yeah. and everything. And, and the so, Kansas commission's not easy to do. Yeah, with. and so, I mean, oh, the Kansas commission are great. They're not bad? Okay, yeah, they're good. great. They're so, great. Um, so it's just uh, it's a matter of just because there's always shows going on like now, like so you know whether it's in Casey like on Kansas side Topeka, you know Manhattan. So what do you guys do the shows here now? Do you do- uh, so now we are out at um, after our contract with uh, Kansas Star ended, we ended up moving to Hartman Arena. Nice. And um, that's a good location. Oh, Arena. Well, the fucking needs something to out there. I so. Use the building. Yeah, and so the the dope thing about being out there is like, it's just way better. It's just way better for everybody involved. Like, the facility is way more accommodating. Like, it's a lot easier access to like deal with. It's just it's, it's a, got great parking. It's yeah, got it's it's, it's, a, it's a nice it's, fucking building, man. Yeah, like it's a, it's a it's a really great facility. Um, we did have some controversy like. A couple of shows ago, like EFC fifteen, it was it was really bad, and like some of my friends were really pissed off. And I was like, so um, they they just the I guess the the what the manager there didn't prepare properly, like, and then kind of blamed us for it. Like they ran out of water. Um, they the service was like the lines to get you know and concession and, and they were just understaffed they, and unprepared. They, yeah they were very unprepared and then um the manager proceeded to blame us as an organization saying that they didn't know how many people were going to be there <laughs> and, they, lie, and they underestimated <laughs> but, <right>? but, <laughs> but, but that's the whole thing that that's the thing they knew the day before because they collect all the damn tickets from us yeah exactly so they, they knew, so they knew exactly and then and then my buddy who owns a business uh who i got him to be a sponsor for efc i mean and that's thousands of dollars thousands of dollars and so you know of course he's down on the floor you know floor seats and you know like these people that have paid you know thousands of dollars for sponsorship right you know expect you know you, take care, yeah, you, you have to take, take care you of have our to take sponsors care of those people. vips like, is a real thing you know yeah. and it's just like man he's like i don't want to sponsor this if we're gonna get service like this because that sucks and i'm just like man i feel you and like they got so many complaints with that manager and like one of the big things my buddy was like why don't you just buy a ton of water if y'all are selling bottled water why don't you just have like you know pallets pallets of water just like well he's like i can't do that well why can't you aren't you the manager it was just little it was little things that caused a big ass problem and it made and it made us look really bad especially when you got vips man. like it made us look really bad because it was just like you know they're like oh we didn't know this many people were gonna show up how'd you not how did you not know that bro that's just just blame passing yeah it was really weird but they're rectified it at the last show and so they did a lot better this time 
well, I mean, and so like you can over my water it'll be here for the next show yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. bring the aquafina truck in yeah, man. or the next event you <laughs> yeah, know like yeah. either, we're never you know? not gonna need fucking five thousand bottles exactly. of water for every and goddamn event we do exactly. here exactly <laughs> and that was and that was my buddies like when he was like talking to them he was like you're gonna use this water yeah, yeah. over buying the shit out of this buying yeah. Yeah. this guy. yeah literally yeah. the truck should just back up and unhook yeah <laughs> drop like, off here bro like you are you are here running a huge facility you're going to use this water and that's one like, thing honestly nowadays you cannot fucking run out of water yeah like that's either you just, and you're charging me four dollars for it and you run out of this shit yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah it was just, it was crazy but I mean thankfully that got rectified between that show and our last so show so how many like shows do you guys have planned out in advance do you have like do you know there's um, two or three coming or like how do you know no it's just when cause uh, our owner Steve he like works out of the country and so, but it's a three-headed monster, and we need all three of them to be here. So, like, it's just when they can all three be uh, here. Then you can all, and, and make it all work. Yeah, and then to yeah. all, you know. Build, build. <laughs> then the fire, then you guys yeah. are going to fires, and then, you know, yeah, that's a then lot they, of shit. Well, yeah. that, well, so they all do different things. Like, you know, Steve is, like, the business aspect. Dave's the booker. And then Chris Gerhardt is just, like, the operations, like, making sure the, the manager, cage yeah, and doing making sure all the facility, you know, everything is good to go and then Dave is the one that's dealing with the fighters and booking, booking all the fights, fights and yeah. you know tickets and, all the, and then Steve is the one that's doing all the logistics and the paperwork and all permits and all that yeah, shit, all that shit. Uh, so yeah. you know everybody does their own thing and then so it's it's a so now it's just like it's just a waiting game so we just wait to see like when, it's yeah, when the next one is Cause doesn't, uh, and they'll let me know doesn't Dan <laughs> DJ for those yeah Dizzy yeah Dizzy, yeah, Dizzy's Dizzy. been the DJ for, for years man. yeah he owns he's a club blue owner yeah he's he's been the DJ yeah. for EFC for years man it's oh, so, he's an OG DJ in this town oh uh, it's so and it's yeah, so I mean, funny he's been around just as long as Carbon man from not longer I don't know he's been them, them, them two or, I remember in like the in the early days like if the fighters wouldn't give him like a song he would have him come out to the dumbest shit like, well, I mean, that's how it like, works, right? Like, hey, bro, give me a song. Oh, you're not safety gonna dance, give me a song? Hit you safety dance? Yeah, like, sure. you're coming down to the ABC song. Like, dummy, like. Here's some good shit lollipop. But yeah. Yeah, Dizzy's good dude, man. He's he's a good guy, man. Yeah, he is. Um, well, yeah, so check out E, what is, how do you say? EFC, Evolution Fighting Championship. You yeah. can follow us on Facebook, uh, EFC Wichita on Instagram. Also yeah. get behind anything that's got Dave Rickles involved, especially with Big Will, because that's really cool shit. Yeah, Dave's, man. Dave's a good dude. Oh man, I love I've him. never met a person like I've never met the man myself, but everybody that I've ever talked that's ever talked to the guy said he's nothing but great. So when you hear that from everybody, it's pretty easy to caveman. Caveman's fun, man. Yeah, caveman's good dude. He puts a lot of money into this town too. I mean, yeah, and they just opened up three one six martial arts out on K ninety six in Greenwich. It's right. a full MMA gym. Yeah, MMA, nice. kickboxing, nice BBJ. So. You're out there teaching little kids to roll and become the next caveman. Yeah, dude. Like his, awesome. his little daughter. She's, well, you get a little hub going here, man. She's a little badass. Like Alexa, his daughter, she's like in the BBJ. Like really? she's she's going to be the next killer that comes out of their house. Oh, like, I bet. Like she'll, be, she'll end up in like Bellator or UFC. Like she's she's a little badass. She's, she like you can tell, she got that killer instinct like her dad does. Yeah. Like That's what it takes. Yeah. I mean, Especially once you get in there, because I've I've known a lot of fighters like you have, and you talk to them, and some of them are really good in the gym, and then they put them in the cage, and then they just fall apart. Yeah, I mean, and you see that, like, I mean, like one of the funny, I got a great story for you. 
and I won't I won't mention his yeah, name because I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to embarrass because I'm not anymore. getting in there and fighting. So anybody that had the nuts to get in there, yep. so faster. it was it was EFC. I want to say EFC 14, I believe. Well, shouldn't I? We can go watch it. You might have just said his fucking name. Or <laughs> 13. It was in the It was one of them. Anyways, so we're we're. Like we're in the middle of the show, like we are live, and we're on like Fight TV now. Yeah, I'm not new to so Fight we're, TV. We're, I've watched a couple of more. We're live worldwide, like in the middle of the show, like hot, and <laughs> I'm not even bullshit. Like we were so confused. We were like, "Well, what the fuck do we do?" Right before this fight was supposed to happen um the producer gets in my ear and she's like hey fight number five is scrapped and we're just like what we're on fight four what you mean fight we're five, done, we're done five. is scrapped like um yeah um his opponent uh is MIA. Like, what? So we're like, okay. And they're like, so they're like, just say something about how we're going to bring the next opponent, next fighter out and like just talk to him about what happened. He just he gets a D, does he get a DQ win for that or no? Yeah, he gets a, he gets a win. Does he get his purse probably too? Maybe? Well, they were amateurs. So no, so no, no. Okay. So they bring the dude out to the <laughs> ring. That's still there. And they're like, so, uh, this is the first in history. And they're like, so, um, you were supposed to fight next, but your opponent just left the building. So, like, um, I guess as we're, like, you know, in the broadcast, you know, they, you know, the, they have runners and people that are telling the fighters, hey, you know, fight three, four, you know, you guys need to start getting right. taped up. You know, you know, Keep we'll, we'll, track. you know, we'll, we'll make sure, you know, people are ready for their fights, you know, just in case shit moves along faster. So I guess, uh, you know, while fight one or two is going on now, fights three, four, five need to start getting taped up and stuff or whatever. Well, I guess the kid, like, didn't want to get taped up or whatever. And I don't know. He was like scared. I don't know. Nervous or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, so. They're like, hey, such and such isn't, you know, getting taped up. So Steve has to go in the back and like he's talking to the kid or whatever, giving him the edible. You got this, man. You're going to be fine once you get out there. Yeah. Yeah, And so like, you know, and so I guess the kid was like, okay. So Steve comes back out to the cage and you know now the fights are still going on and stuff or whatever and then like the next thing you know the producer's just like yeah um he left. the fights mm-hmm. canceled uh cause uh he packed up all of his stuff and has literally oh. left the building he gone we're like what 
Like, we're like, no way. Yeah, that's right before. That's <laughs> and before. so, like, they had to bring his opponent up, and then we have to explain to the crowd what happened, and the crowd's like, boo! And all this shit. Before Literally. Before, like, less than, like, 30 minutes later, the kid is on Facebook, like, yeah, um... He's like making Facebook posts after he done just like bailed on a live fucking show. He's like, yeah, I don't really care, but you know, people could say whatever. And you know, and then he started blaming it on like mental health or some shit. People were just like, bro, that is such a damn call out, bro. Like, this is a fight. You can just say that. I mean, and for real, some, some people do like, you know, we've seen some people like, it's like the deer caught in the head. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you don't know until you get You know, and like it happened to like, it happened to this kid at the last show, man. Like he was just like, he was super ready, trained hard and everything. He was just, he was ready. He got out there and like. Those lights are different, man. As soon as that bell hit, like. It was all awesome. It didn't click. For him or whatever, and I might then, have been able to breathe. I mean, and then, you, you like the next thing you know, it was like it was nine seconds, and it was over. Oh damn! Like he got knocked out in nine seconds. Like I mean, because the bell rang, and then like when the bell rang, I don't think his bell rang. Like he and, still like, just kind of yeah, and like he was just like in the moment, and then the next thing you know, the homie was on him, and then hit him. And then the homie like was like he he was shocked that in himself. Like, he was just like because he no because he lived like if you go back and watch the clip. He hits him and knocks him down, and he was just like, "The hell? It wasn't supposed to be this. It wasn't supposed to be this easy." Yeah, and then it was just like nine seconds, and then it was over, and it was just like it was just one of those moments where, yeah, just I mean, you know, I can only imagine what that's like. I've never, I've watched a ton of fights like you, but I ain't never been in there. Man, it's it's very it's very intense, man. You yeah. got to be ready. You got to be your anxiety level's got to be at five thousand trying to do that shit. Well. Like, so whenever, like, I did it before I got fat and my leg got fucked up and all that shit, for me, it was always, like, I go into it as, like, he's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I so I'm going to kill him. And that's how I would look at it. But I wouldn't want to kill him, but I'm going to beat his yeah, ass. Like, yeah, yeah. And shit, because, like, that's just the way I look at it. Like, he's going to yeah. try to kill me. He's like, going to do everything he can try to fucking to fuck kill me. So now I have to make sure that he don't touch me and then I fuck him up. And that's just the way that, you know, it goes in fight. You got to have that killer instinct. Something got to be off. Middle you, can't, you can't be all the way there. I, I've never met, like, I've met, but I'm like, there's, there has to be a disconnect with <laughs> something. And like, because like, I'm like, damn, I got hit and I like that. That shit is weird. Like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, you see winners at the end of fights. They look like they can do that. Yeah. And it'd be brutal, man. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I, I like that shit, but I just, I like my face. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk about it instead. I was like, let's go this route. So I'll leave that fight to the young motherfuckers and shit. Like, you won't see it being no grandfather, uh, granddaddy championship fights. No, Hell no. no. Yeah, like, no you want to get in there one more time? Because no, I don't. So, we're getting towards the, we're getting towards the hour mark. And before I got before we get too far, I got, before we wrap this up, I got to get your opinion on what happened with the hitman. So, Man. so what? I, I have always kind of heard stuff about him but nothing I, I just assume since nothing ever happened it was not nothing okay so man I so I've always like you know you've heard things and seen things and 
you know, Hitman's been around since the KKRD days. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, he's you know, been in for 35 yeah. years, yeah. And so, it's been, when the shit came out, I was just like, damn. And I was just like, okay. Now, when when the dude came out with the story, and then I read the shit, and I'm just like, okay. I read the whole story too, DJ whatever. DJ Cool Out. Yeah, Cool Out, yeah. So, I was just thinking to myself, like, now, if I'm a straight man, and you do some, if you do, do that, what he described, do to that me, to yeah. me in the bathroom. You probably not gonna walk out the bathroom, or somebody gonna, we walk gonna have up. A, yeah. some sort of we physical. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. something push you like, off me or something. Or we yeah. gonna fight or something, but it's just not. It's not. It's not gonna be like oh. Well, I mean, the, I don't know that guy. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know him personally, either. and I don't know the situation. But I just know if. A gay man did that to me, and then I wasn't comfortable with it. I would do something, like especially if you hit me in the chest, and then trying to yeah, put your hands on me. Yeah. I would be like, hey, if it's what like he described. Yeah, if yeah. it's like he describes, it's like, hey. But then I don't know. But I don't know. And see, and a lot of and people don't know. And like I can't speak for what well, I don't was, know. Then there was then there was talk that. He wasn't even in the building when this happened. And, and then, then there's yeah. talk that he did come back to yeah. the building. Like, and then they were like, well, there's video and all this and shit and everything. And I'm just like, oh, Lord. So I'm just like, all right, well, I've heard shit about the Hitman before. I remember when they had Crash and the Hitman. And I remember when I would see him and Crash out back in the day. And they would, like, womanize chicks and shit or whatever and girls. And you would hear stories about Crash and the Hitman back in the day That's and shit or whatever. The stories first. Yeah, and I never, so, I've never been out with him, but I've heard the stories yeah, about like him being kind of sleaze. Yeah. And so I'm just like, well, shit. And then you're just like, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But I was like, I don't know. But then what fucked me up about the whole cool out thing was like, damn, bro. Why did you go do that interview with like them people? And I, that fucked up y'all. If you got... If you got a real case, you don't get on, start doing interviews and podcasts. Yeah, let me tell my story. Especially if, there's a like, le- especially if there's a legal thing coming on. Yeah, you like, most of the time you can't do that shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, that don't even sound right. Like, bro, that's hella weird. And I'm just sitting back. So now, um, like, I'm, I wasn't even in Kansas when the whole thing hit. And so, like, I and I was in Facebook jail, so I couldn't comment or say anything about it. And so, I'm literally, I've, like, made some of the memes and shit that people were <laughs> sharing and shit or whatever. Because I'm a meme king. I, I mean, love, it's just I'll be making I like the new shit y'all doing with putting the heads on all the videos. Pinata farms. Yeah, dude, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, I was like, man, I, so I, I really did make some of those memes, and they went hella viral. And I was like, uh, I was like, my ass is horrible, boy. I was like... <laughs> I ain't even in town and I'm starting bullshit, man. I was like, oh, Well, fuck. he started it. Sounds but like. But I knew, like, but my buddy, like, who I, you know, work with, Jiggy, Jiggy Jack, James Lowell, man, Jiggy called it to a T. Jiggy, like, I don't know, he's a wizard or just a shaman or a fortune teller, but he called it to a T. What did he say? He's just like, look, bro, he was like, Cool Out came out with this story. And he Cool Out even went on Jiggy's show. And I was just like, bro, what are you doing? A world tour of your yeah, fucking, you fucking selling a book? I was right. like, this is crazy. <laughs> and so Jiggy was just like, hey, bro, look, they're going to take Hitman off of the air for a few weeks. And investigate this. They're going to like let it die down for a couple of weeks. There's going to be no charges pressed against that it. That happened. 
Cool Out's gonna be shunned, yeah. and they're gonna bring the Hitman back to work with with Carla. Yeah. Well, Carla's like Carla. I I don't know what I don't know what I, it like. Carla said. I reached out to her to try to get her on our show. What Carla said. Carla like Carla said when the time is right, she'll have something to say. But as far as I know, Carla's still in the Ozarks on vacation. But doesn't she do? Is she still slated to do the, any? Did she do any morning shows without him? I have no idea. I don't know if she did. I don't know because I, I don't either. listen to ninety three. Me either. I, I listen to fucking podcasts and my own music. I don't listen to ninety three. I don't listen to any radio stations. I don't listen to any radio stations. The only reason I did frequently listen to it was for Carla yeah. and shit or whatever or Homie Royce. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I you know I don't know, man. It's it's crazy and like Jiggy said is. He, cause he's in the radio and everything. He's like, "What'll happen?" He's like, "They'll let Hitman come back, which they did." And he's like, "They'll get a new boss at Odyssey." Yeah, cause she quit or Intercom, yeah, yeah, or whatever they're called. And then the new boss will come in, and then the Hitman will go away. They'll fire him, probably. They'll kind of let so, him mm-hmm. retire. Kind yeah, of. Well, yeah, it'll be like the it'll be like the Vince McMahon thing, like. Hey, I'm gonna go, you know, spend time with my family and my right, wife, right, right. and you know, it's, it's been a, yeah, it's been well, a the, 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 the you know, safe face to the public. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be one of those kind of things, probably, most likely. So we'll see. But as far as like the whole town and like the whole memes and everything, like the shit, it was hilarious to yeah. me. Like, I mean, because this town, like when I mean, I hate to you know humorize sexual abuse, but it was yeah. I mean, the shit was funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, funny. you don't want to like you know like it's. But it's like, man, when this town get a hold of something, like, they get a hold of that shit, and they will tear your ass a new one, boy. Yeah. And it'd be funny. Public opinion is always fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. Like, look, man. And sometimes you get what you fucking deserve. I mean, mean, personally, I don't know his life. Look, man, I hope the best for the cool out dude. I just wish he wouldn't have got on there and started doing the interviews and Yeah, and like, for real, if you really do got a case, bro. You can't say shit. Your lawyer would advise you you to not say And then when he came out with the other statement and shit, and then like, this is what made it sound like hella weird when he was like, oh, the state was refusing to press charge. The state? Like what, bro? No, like if you go back and read his little statement, because he came up with a statement after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he put out another like long. Yeah, question. and it was like and he the, described the whole fucking yeah, thing. And it was like and he was like the state refuses to press the state. state. Yeah, 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 I was bro. like, bro, that a, so that right there. The lawyer he talked to had no fucking evidence. Yeah, bro. that yeah, that one got whether it happened or not. You know, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know so. what happened. I'm sure something may have happened. To, it, but it's I mean, it does seem weird that and it maybe an incident happened. He was doing well in his job. And then all of a sudden, they fire him, and then the lady that fired him quits the next day. Yeah. I mean, it's a little fishy on both it's, sides. Yeah, it's, it's a little fishy it, on both it's, sides. It's different, bro. I don't know, man. Like, who knows? Well, like, we can uh, speculate wildly. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can. Yeah, the, the speculations and yeah, like, that's more fun. You, than you can run wild and shit. So just let your imagination be free. Well, if you guys know anything about it, fucking hit us up. We'll <laughs> <laughs> if you got any follow up, but info. I don't. I don't want like calls from all people that's been abused by the hitman. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't turning this into a victim hotline and shit. But where can we find anything, Big Will? Give a shout out all your stuff real quick. Anything you got to talk about? Any, Man. Anything you want to? Oh, and you got that cool business card thing, dude. Oh, yeah. I was about to say. Dude, he's got a business card that you can fucking, like, put all of your... It's like a dot, but it's called a link card. Oh, bet. So oh, I got a link. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, this shit is mean. Yeah, dude. so I got a link. So, so you, you want my info? Okay, so you got an iPhone? 
No. All right, just pull up. You, uh, let's see if we can. IPhone. You got NFC, NFC. Something like that, maybe. You, well, you gotta. You gotta turn on. Turn on your NFC. Oh, you can do it on my. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, you can like, do it on mine. So, like, basically, if you got an iPhone, you just tap it. But it goes. To, yeah, see, and you can yeah. click it. You tap it on there, so it's kind of eliminating business cards. Like, it's, it'd be awesome it's, it's for a, it's it would be a, awesome for a show because a, then you can like get so. As you guys can see this, you tap that card, and then I know you're not going to be able to exactly see, but you can see that you can access all of the platforms like Facebook and Cash App and TikTok and yeah. everything. Yeah. So you can, like, so, here's all my shit. Like, that's fucking yeah. sick. That's a fucking cool last thing. Yeah, if you just turn on your NFC on there, it's like the tap to pay shit. Yeah, yeah. Then that's how you do that. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, how does your card that you have not work for the phones that you can You can just scan my code. See that? Yeah. See, that yeah. See, it's, it's funny that you're like, I don't know shit about Apple, but Apple. Anybody got an Apple phone? Well, I've done, done it. I've done it a couple times. Well, <laughs> it works I'm really simple I've on done Apple. I've a couple fucking yeah. times and learned this shit. Cap, but isn't that cool as fuck? But yeah. yeah awesome. like, so now, you, and you only it's a one-time fucking fee. And now you can go to my Facebook, add me on Facebook, Snap. You can Twitter, find those like when people say TikTok. when people say, "Hey, where's your Aaron and Austin show?" You can put the fucking Spotify link. You can yeah, you, all that yeah, shit. y'all can put all your shit. Yeah, dude, how cool is that? Send him my link. Now, yeah, I didn't have info on Yep. So. And that's yeah, how yeah. it works, bro. And then, like, that's yeah. awesome. Isn't that really and now cool? we're connected. What's that bro? thing called again? It's called a link card. Link card. L I N Q. L I N Q. Yeah, man. So it's super dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's way cool. Yeah, it just literally sent me a uh, for message musicians, for you man, right now. I mean, yeah, mus musicians and videographers and people that do shit like that I, is fucking genius. I, absolutely. To me. Actually, anybody like in the any, industry. Yeah, like, anything any, yeah, any, for like, sure. anybody like where you have a business card or like links to like anything. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's just, and it's hella convenient. And that's really yeah. what it does is now it just eliminates you carrying business cards or like, well, dude, I would spend a fortune like, on my pest control business. You know, people like, oh, do you cards. have a business card or do you got yeah, a business card? Yeah, they fucking just now, throw them away. You know, and now you don't got to like pull out your damn, you know, oh, here. And, you know, now you just got, like, hey, scan yeah, this, good. tap this, whoop de whoop. Now you got my information and it's done. Big Will, thanks for doing this. Oh, yeah, man. man. It's good to meet you. We can talk uh, to Big Will. I can talk to Big Will for hours. Yeah, we'll have to come back. Yeah, yo, you'll, you'll be my, back. You'll be back. Roll that, roll that footage. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Be number Already. 20. Boom. Number 20. Called him yesterday. He was ready to play. Is it a podcast?